Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. You who are regular listeners to the Beacon Broadcast are probably surprised that in this list of common commonly accepted sins, commonly practiced and commonly accepted sins among the body of, within the body of Christ, that I actually covered two of them on the broadcast yesterday. Having gone slowly through the first several items on the list and taking more than one broadcast with some of these items, we actually covered two yesterday. And two more will finish up this list. Now, I remind you that what this list is, is a list of Sins that are unacceptable to God. They are unacceptable to the Lord Jesus Christ, the head of the church. They are unacceptable to an apostle of Christ who represents Christ and who is writing to the church at Corinth to tell them to deal with these things so that they are not present when he comes to visit. There should be none of these things being practiced when I come to visit with you or if... They are, if they are still being practiced, then I will declare that you are not in the condition that I wish you were in, and you will find out that my demeanor toward you when I come will not be the friendly demeanor that you wish it would be. So, for us to have a friendly, joyful, encouraging, profitable visit, you deal with these so that I don't have to. And that tells us all we need to know, that these things are totally unacceptable among Christians and within churches. So, don't view them lightly. They are not acceptable, they certainly are not respectable, and they are not even acceptable for followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we will read through the list in a moment and then deal with the last two in verse 20 before we go on to a shorter but very different style of list in verse 21. But I pause to welcome you to this Tuesday, November 21 edition of the Beacon Broadcast to thank you for your presence and to thank you for your financial gifts that keep us teaching God's Word on this station. All right, verse 20, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, here it is again. Paul says, For I fear lest, when I come, I shall not find you such as I wish, and that I shall be found by you such as you do not wish. 
lest there be, and here's the thing, things that are listed that would make them not as Paul would wish to find them. <clears throat> and if they are there when he comes, because they haven't dealt with them, then that will make his visit not the kind of visit that they would wish to have with him. So what are these things? Wow, they must be pretty serious. What are these things? Here they are. Contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, backbitings, whisperings, conceits, tumults. There they are. I should count them. I think they're about eight or so here, but let's take a look. There may be more. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine items on this list. <clears throat> and Paul says these are unacceptable practices by the people of God. There should not be contentions within the churches of the Lord Jesus Christ. There should not be jealousy of between members of the body of Christ. There should not be outbursts of wrath, nobody losing their temper. That's unacceptable behavior among Christians. There should not be selfish ambitions, people who want to push themselves into positions of what they consider to be honor, glory, <laughs> leadership, that they have not been have not been uh, invited into those positions because others in the body have not recognized within them the qualities that, that would make them a good candidate for that position. Maybe they have gifts that could be developed that way, but not yet. I was very pleased when one of our other pastors, we have several pastors in our church, and one of our other pastors said to me the other day, I invited so-and-so to teach my adult Sunday school class this last Sunday, and he did a wonderful job, and he went on to tell me what he talked about. And this is a man who we has been a member of our church now for a good many years, I suppose, at least a dozen or more. At least, well, maybe 10. I'm not sure how many exactly. As I think about it, I think 10 would probably be the correct number. But at any rate, he's been with a, been a member of our church for several years, and we recognized him when he came to us as one who does have preaching ability, teaching gifts, ability to minister the Word of God, to such an extent that we have invited him to teach adult Sunday school classes in the past, and he's done a commendable job, and I have even invited him to preach to our congregation on Sunday nights several times, a handful of times. But for the last uh, three or four years, we just stopped doing that because it was clear that something was wrong. We weren't sure what. We would talk to him. We wouldn't seem to get any clear answers, but it was it was obvious that, that his... Um, his attitude had become just pretty sour, and it wasn't possible to use him in that way. Now, to his credit, 
he, as far as I know, never complained about this. If he did, we didn't hear about it. Some people would have. Some people would have gone around grousing. They won't use me anymore. Something wrong with them. Rather than saying, I wonder why they don't want to use me anymore. Is there something wrong with me? I think actually he took that second attitude because I didn't, even though it was clear that he wasn't enjoying our fellowship and our and being in our services, and he was very regular, very faithful, but he wasn't enjoying them the way that he had in the past. There, there clearly was something wrong. He didn't bail out. And a few months ago, we all noticed a huge change for the, for the better. That sour attitude disappeared. That unhappiness went away. That, that kind of uh, scowling demeanor seemed to have disappeared. And an entirely different attitude took its place. And that stayed in place for several months. And now... One of our pastors felt comfortable in inviting him to teach something he had not done in our church for several years, and he did a commendable job. In fact, in the course of the lesson, he explained what had been going on and how he had an unforgiving spirit about something that happened in his past, and that was making him sour and It wasn't until he was willing to deal with it in a biblical way that everything changed. And when he did, it did change. And he explained that in his lesson, and he went through the steps of what what his problem had been and what the biblical requirements were and what he did to address his problem and to truly be restored in his fellowship with the Lord and with his, his fellowship with the church. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But my point in bringing that up, is saying there are people in many churches, I can think of, I won't get into this now, but yes, in in our church as well, there are people that give evidence of having gifts that would equip them to teach the Word of God, but they have attitudes that make us unwilling to risk putting them in such a position. And sometimes they do clearly resent that, though not, in most cases, enough to deal with it, though I can think of one particular case where actually a man did deal with it. He he came to us and asked us why we seemed unwilling to Uh, use him in in this way, even though he had some wonderful qualifications for it. And we told him. He met with all of the pastors, all of the elders. At that time, I think there were three. Now there are four. But he he, uh, met with us, and we told him very frankly, here is the problem, and here's what you need to do. And if you will do this and demonstrate your your uh, commitment and faithfulness in these areas, we will be very happy to give you serious consideration for this. And he started down that road for a few short weeks and then stopped and went back to his old practices. So here's someone who 
probably fits into this category of having selfish ambitions. He thought, he, he considered himself to be qualified. We had a different opinion. So what happens in a situation like that? Well, a truly spiritual person will bow to the opinion of others, particularly to the elders of the church, and will say, there must be some reason why you are not willing to utilize me in this way. And it's up to me to make the changes that will convince you that I'm now qualified to do that. But, but most people won't do that. Most people will instead be unhappy and generally what they will do is, is uh, go and find another church that won't, <laughs> that won't be, what should I say, so careful in who they will place into a position of leadership. And I can't speak for other churches. I can only speak for ourselves. But we try our best to employ the standards that we learn from the Bible and to make sure that we don't put people in places where they ought not to be, where they're not really qualified to serve and to contribute to the spiritual edification of the body of Christ. So, no contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, or backbitings and whisperings we dealt with on the broadcast yesterday. Gossip, gossip, gossip. Oh, how it goes, how, how it runs. Loose tongues. What did they say in World War II? That loose lips sink battleships. Talking about Military secrets that should not be disclosed to the enemy. Loose lips, lips sink battleships. Well, dear friends, loose lips sink churches of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's get these things out of our lives and out of our churches to the glory of Christ. Until tomorrow, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace. Amen.